Thanks for joining our Wout Work podcast, where we focus on the challenges, but also the successes of starting a new business or making a career transition. Today, I'm talking to Heather McDowell, whose skills developed over a long career in nursing proved invaluable when she decided to make a career transition into professional conference organising. Welcome, Heather. Can you just tell me a little bit about um, your career as a nurse and, and you know, what led you to make the change that you did? Yeah. Uh, so I started off as a registered nurse and when I completed that training, I went on to become a midwife uh, and also did my neonatal intensive care. So um, my most recent position in nursing was as a neonatal intensive care nurse educator, which I did for uh, uh, 17 years. So, so you, you were doing that for 17 years and then what yeah. happened? What happened to make you decide uh, to make well, a change? We were just getting uh, pushbacks on uh, how we could educate the staff in the unit and we were getting uh, cut down in hours of actual um, supernumerary time for for people so you know where they would be able to double with an experienced nurse and we had to be uh, putting in the same amount of work in a shorter time frame and it was seeming like it was ending up that a lot of these staff, many of these staff were struggling and some we were having to performance manage later because they weren't up to speed because they hadn't had the same amount of um, mentored time. And so I just felt um, unsatisfied that I wasn't able to deliver the, um, the education that needed to be delivered. So we were getting frustrated and looking at something else that we could do. So, You've moved into the conference field. So yes. can you talk a little bit so about... So the conference is that... So um, it was two, twofold. We, we actually, as educators, ran conferences um, like Twilight Seminars, etc., in neonatal um, topics and other hospitals would come. So we had experience doing that within our brief as an educator, but we were also asked to actually go as, as a speaker to speak at conferences. Yeah. So I yeah. got to see the other side of it as well. The organisation of some of the conferences that we went to was lacking and I thought this could be a, a market we could fill and an opportunity came along that we could be on an organising committee for the Australian College of Neonatal Nurses annual conference. Right. You say we, so is this someone who, who you went into business with? Yes. So okay. So yeah. Concepts, there's two directors, myself and another girl, Rachel Washington, and both of us have a background as being neonatal nurse educators. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry so to interrupt both went you. went on to this organising committee. Right. Yes. And then um, during the initial meetings of the organising committee for this conference, they were figuring out whether they would try and get a conference organiser to assist them. And so Rachel and I went home and spoke to our husbands and decided this might be our chance to open our company. So had you kind of been thinking about this already? Was there an idea in your mind? Making a move. Um, yeah. My, my mother was a previous conference organiser. Um, she wasn't working in that anymore, but she, that's what she used to do. We uh, put a proposal to the committee that we could run the conference for them. 
with the assistance of our consultant, which was my mum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we were upfront with them that, you know, this would be launching our company, um, that we were sure we'd be able to do it. And we had an experienced conference organiser that would be able to assist. And would they be willing to give us a go? And they were. And that's how we started. So what was that experience like doing that first conference? I'm sure it was, it was a steep, steep yeah. learning curve. We had, do, we had to do a lot of uh, organising very quickly. We, we had to find a, a name for our company and uh, we had to get a look for our company. We went to a, um, another company called Red Door. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, and they helped us to... Um, brand our company and um, helped us to make a, um, a logo based on what we the colours we sort of liked and, um, you know, what, what it meant to us and put forward questions about what made us different to other PCOs, what's our point of difference. PCOs? Uh, pro, uh, professional conference organisers. Right, thank you. Yeah. How long ago was, are we talking here? Uh, 2005, we opened our company. So, you know, this is this is quite a big jump from, you know, being a neonatal uh, educator yes. to, to into com- conferencing. Now, you've yeah. sort of talked a little bit about um, the difficulties you were facing within the hospital environment, but it's still, a, still not an easy transition to make, I wouldn't think. How, how difficult was that trans- transition for you? Uh, I think it, we, we both wanted a, well, I definitely wanted a challenge, a new challenge, and uh, we didn't have very many overheads because we worked from home offices. Um, in, the, in the initial phase and even now, we can do our work whenever we want. So because most of it's by email or telephone, so you don't need to set a, a certain time of day or work actual office hours. Um, and so we found that appealing. So, and so the flexibility, really, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there wasn't any risk with, to us because the way we set up to run conferences, the client pays for the conference and there's no outlay by financially by us right but you there would have been an outlay in terms of developing your logo and you know giving your message right yeah sorry Sorry. it was a small outlay I think we we spent five thousand dollars to design our logo and our look and get um advice from Red Door and the accountant and to form our company uh get an ABN etc etc so in terms of moving into this um, new area, what sort of skills did you bring? I mean, are you, you were doing a sort of health-related conference, the yeah. first one that you did, but yeah. what sort of skills did you bring to that organisation from your nursing background? Yeah, think? there's a lot of skills and there's people skills uh, for a start. And, you know, you have to um, use a lot of people skills when you're dealing with emotions with very, very sick babies and families. So, um, and that transfers into the the conference organising with clients, delegates, sponsors. So that's a skill. Organisation in in neonatal intensive care, you have to be super organised and 
making sure that everything gets done for the baby and medications, etc. It's the same with conference organising. You have to set timelines about when targets have to be set, how far out from a conference and, and um, assist the client to make sure that they're meeting their timelines so that in the end you're going to be able to deliver the conference or know if you have to pull out from the conference. Um, there's also uh, high observation skills and adaptability or, you know, mm. being able to make changes on, on the fly and that transfers over into conference organising as well and problem solving. So there's lots of skills that you use from being a nurse and especially in an intensive care situation that you can pull over into this industry. Were you surprised that that those skills were transferable in that way? Did you expect that? Yeah. No, no. I, I thought I thought moving over wasn't going to be an issue. It was going to be a walk in the park for us, <laughs> to be completely honest. And we were excited about something new. It's, it's, by the sounds of things, you sounded quite confident. But what were the initial challenges you faced that maybe you didn't expect? to encounter? Um, so we had very good support from our partners, our families and friends, you know, they were right behind us. But having said that, we still were working two jobs initially. Mm. So we were both working part-time still as educators, <clears throat> plus trying to build our own business up. And actually what suffered was our family. In right. I'm yes. with our family and I don't think... I, Either of us expected that as much. And so how, how long did you um, uh, continue to be a hybrid uh, oh, sort of a worker? Long, a long time. A long so time. we started in 2005 and I didn't leave uh, the hospital until 2011. We had to wait until we uh, could pull enough income that we both had an acceptable wage that we were happy to leave nursing once and for all. Mm. And so I, how many, what, so what did that mean in terms of running conferences? Like sort of how many conferences did you have to have on your books to, to, to get to a point where you could say where? Uh, we have about five. So we, we have a, a, a secretariat for an association, which is a monthly um, income that we get. And we um, have um, probably four to five conferences a year that are annual. And we also have a conference, which is an international conference that runs in Italy every second year. Fantastic. Well, I'd like to ask you more about that, but just before I get onto that, um, so you started out sort of in a healthcare sort of situation. Yeah. How, um, you've expanded beyond, well beyond healthcare. So yeah. how easy or difficult was that to sort of take you know, credentials that you were really still developing and convince other bodies. It's to easy. Well, we started off in healthcare and then our next big conference that we had kept was an aviation conference and we got that because my mum used to do that aviation conference. Right. So they rang her out of the blue and asked her what she was up to and she said, oh, funny you should ask, I'm helping a new company and I'm their consultant. And so they took us on. From that, we got a few other aviation conferences. Our main, um, our main conferences now are uh, aviation and maritime law conferences. Right. Um, 
We do run something for the Australian Breastfeeding Association, their annual symposium. And we run, uh, it's a medical conference, which is the one in Italy, um, clinical skills conference. And it's an international conference right. in Italy because the people that started it were from Monash University and Monash have a campus in Prato in Italy. So do you have to go to Italy for that? Yes, it's awful. Terrible. Oh, I can't. That, that must be terrible for you. <laughs> terrible every two years. Yeah, I don't know how we cope with that. <laughs> Um, so if you reflect back now, what, what do you think the key lessons you've learned about making a transition are? I mean, you, you were, you've had the, you know, the background of your mum there as a consultant, mm. but, you know, clearly being in the right place at the right time and, 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 you know, making other connections has also been, been good to you, for you. But yeah. what, what key lessons do you reckon about making a transition? Uh, I think you need, you definitely need, uh, a support system you like you need to I needed to make sure my husband was on board because you know our we didn't actually draw a wage from our company to pay us even $20 an hour for you know eight, eight hours a week until three years into running the business yeah and so you, you know yes I was still working two days a week at the other job but you know, you had to be able to make sure you've got um, support. And also we didn't foresee some uh, in-house glitches that we may have had because, yes, we worked together as nurse educators together and we were quite good friends and, you know, spent a lot of time socially together. But then you had to... Um, when you go into a business together, you have to have a different kind of relationship. It can't yeah. be as friendly. And we had a few teething issues initially of which we had to go to our accountant to sort of act as a mediator for us. On <laughs> Even though we did think very similar, there were some changes and we needed to find our place in the business about how we... Um, how we communicated with each other. Maybe needed to have worked out some guidelines of how we work together and right. things yeah. like that. I mean, we've apportioned now our responsibilities. Like we have strengths in certain areas. So we always gravitate to the sort of chores that one person does for the conference and the other person does for the conference. Right, yes. So is that the key thing you would have done differently if you had your time again that you would have recognised that perhaps those relationship type issues needed to be thought about differently I think so I think so um you know it's all worked out now and we you know 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 how to work together better but it would have saved a lot of angst I think we're fairly strong personalities both of us so it you know there needs to be some give and take you don't always get to win the the argument And was your mother, did, Bush, did she kind of act as a bit like a mentor or what, what role did she have? She did act as a mentor initially. She, she helped us to learn how, how we price out a job and how we um, write proposals and how we work out, um, you know, it is like charging and how we work out how to make the proposal and... Um, costings and things like that and how to work out budgets for for clients because you need to be able to know how many registrations you have 
And yes. you should be able to link bank accounts so that you're getting the money into a bank account and yes. being able to pay. And, um, you know, we had to set up a credit card facility, a merchant facility. Um, so there was a, yeah, so there these was, are all new skills that you're learning, yeah, really, aren't they? Yeah, that's it. I had to get really good at doing Excel, which I hate, which I'm <laughs> a lot better at, but not fantastic at. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was a huge learning curve, but uh, interesting too. Right. So among those key skills that you had to learn, what, what do you think are the main ones? Uh, I think um, I've had to learn a lot of being more proficient at computer platforms and different uh, computer, uh, like Excel, I don't yeah. know what you call Software. Them. Yeah, different types of software. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I'm not usually a technical kind of person. Oh. Did you, did you, the two of you sit down and develop a formal business plan or? <laughs> no. So our, her, her husband's father told us to do a business plan. He's from a, a manager from a bank. Right. And we went, no, we're not going to do that. And he said, well, most businesses that don't have a business plan will fail within the first few years. Not, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going. <laughs> I think everything kind of happened slowly. Yes. And built up. So we learned along the way. Yeah. did have some glitches. We worked them out. We had no risk because... Oh. I'm still registered as a nurse. Yes. I work sometimes, you know, like in 2014, I went back to work on a casual nurse bank so I could still do shifts if I wanted to to keep my registration. In terms of COVID um, oh, and the impact, yeah. have you been forced to go back into nursing? To... Not so far, but just about to. So, right. so we have pretty much lost. So our last conference before COVID struck in uh, 2020, was in March, a breastfeeding conference. We literally just flew back in from Perth and the borders shut. Right. And then we have lost every other conference since then. So we lost the rest of our income for the rest of 2019 because they were pushed and uh, cancelled, pushed forward into 2021 20, oh. so Italy was supposed to be 2021 now it then it went to 2022 now they're doing a online just for a few keynote speakers in 2022 and we won't go there till 2023 wow wow we have maritime law and an aviation law conference which would usually be annually and they have both been um cancelled for 2020 2021 so we might get them back in 2022 but income for us for those conferences is 30,000 a conference roughly right so right. we've lost all, over a hundred thousand dollars yes in the last 18 months we have offered for the maritime and the aviation law conferences about going online but half of the delegates go for the networking yes yes and so they wouldn't actually do an, on, an online conference. Yeah. So in terms of um, you sort of making a transition and starting a new business, is there any advice that you could think that you would 
give to people who were thinking that they wouldn't mind making a change? Um, I think in hindsight, perhaps doing a business plan and figuring out some guidelines of how you relate to your business partner would be helpful. Yeah. Um, especially when it's an equal shared, you know, you're both joint directors. Yes. So ways that you figure out issues would be helpful to have up front. Um, It's interesting because you've both got very similar skills. Yes. So it's not like you've got two people coming in with quite different skills that can help build a business in a different way, you know, in different aspects of the business. Yeah. Um, And I think... Maybe if we had a business plan that had some projections and our growth, that might have helped with some decisions we may have made. But, I mean, having said that, we were we relied on our accountant a lot to have meetings with her and we kept an Excel sheet um, of all our banking income and, and expenditure and so that we could figure out... Um, what we were having to pay for tax, et cetera, and what kind of profit we might have so we could project that for the next year so we could work out what we were going to do with our wage when we could have a wage. Just finally, Heather, despite all the challenges um, and particularly ones you never would have expected to have um, that COVID has thrown up for everybody, mm. um, despite all the challenges, is there? do you have any regrets about the decision that the two of you made to no, no, not, make the transition? Not- not one because actually you know you you get to work your own hours and um you know we have an arrangement an agreement that we you know we say we would work 28 hours a week prior COVID 28 28 hours a week we get paid for 28 hours a week but then we reconcile at the and we keep a diary of our hours and we reconcile every quarter and we pay ourselves all the hours that we've worked right Right. So I might work more than Rachel or she might work more than me and we pay ourselves out at the hourly rate. Obviously, last year we haven't been able to do that with COVID and we won't be able to this year. Um, but, you know, we're lucky that we've got that bit of money that's been sitting there that we can draw on now. But, no, I, I don't regret it. And... Um, now we found a, a good work work family balance. It was hard to begin with that work family balance. The family was what was missing out big time. I guess the key reward in all of this is the work life balance that you're able to achieve through having control over yeah. your own and business. Also, I also think um, it's really interesting. We've met we've done some amazing things and met some very interesting people that we would never have met had we not done this. Like we, we've met the, you know, Richard DeCrepney, the A380 pilot. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, so, he was a yep. speaker at one of our conferences um, and I had to deal with him a lot. And, um, you know, we've met Matt Hall, the Red Bull racer. You know, we've gone and done functions uh on the on the runway of Sunshine Coast Airport, where you know Formula One cars are racing against planes, like we, <laughs> like we would never have been able to do. Not that. something you're going to encounter in a neonatal. No, we had, had a dinner in Italy in Florence where Tea with Mussolini was filmed. 
We'd never, it's a private villa. We'd never have been able to go in there just, yes. you know, travelling to Italy sightseeing. Like we'd never have been able to do that. So we've seen and done some absolutely amazing things because of the business, which we would never otherwise have been able to do. Oh, well, why wouldn't you make that decision? Yeah. That, that's fantastic. Thank yeah. you so much for your time, Heather. Really appreciate your time today. No and I really hope that, you know, you get through COVID and um, continue to be the success that you that you were before. Yes, we hope so too. I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll all work out okay. Thank you for your company today. And if you're looking to start a business yourself, please check out the resources that we have on our website at waronwestertalent.com.au. Thanks again. Bye.